We have we have a um, disturbing in a good way for for a apocalypse poster. now. <laughs> I think smashing Padme is our alternate Padawan shirt. <laughs> I can't, dude. I cannot I, get that out of my head. That's I think you just permanently hey. ruined I, that scene with me. Oh my of god! Obi Wan just standing at <laughs> no, the top with his arms on his hips. Oh Hold on. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Padawan Podcast, Apocalypse Movies All Star Wars podcast. Podcast, excuse me, where we are breaking down everything from the galaxy far, far away. I'm your host, Jake Berlin, aka Qui Gon Jake, and I am joined today by my regular table manager. Table manager here. I got Obi Wan Jacoby right there in the middle, Mr. Jacob Barley, and the Grand Admiral Sino himself, Brian Amalacino. Hey, gentlemen, doing? Hello there. Pretty good. <laughs> Gotta let him say it first. Always, always. How you doing, Brian? Doing good. It's too hot for me, but is it hot where you are? I mean, yeah, we're not that far away, yeah. but you don't got the AC blasting. No, I definitely do. It's still hot. Yeah, no, I'm mean, we're triple digits. We're triple digits all week long too, which is which yeah. is even rougher where we are. Um, okay, so today, if you know through the thumbnail, through the title of the video, why you clicked on this video, um, we are officially ranking our Star Wars live action movies we're going to be leaving out uh the clone wars film for this uh, specific ranking and we're tackling the live action films we've never done this before as a group we've only ever done the skywalker saga so we're we're bringing in rogue one and solo to this to this ranking um and it's gonna be very interesting because we are doing as we have been the last month uh revealing our personal list and then i'm going to be counting as we go the consensus list and we will get to our top five Star Wars films official ranking for the Padawan podcast. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting. And so, uh, without further ado, if you guys don't have anything left to say, let's go ahead and officially get to this ranking. Um, I went Brian, Jacob, Brian. So, Jacob, that falls strictly to you this time <laughs> to start us off. What oh, is man. your number 11 Star Wars film? All right. I want to say that this, even though I said it wasn't the most difficult list, it was very difficult. I literally at least like all of these movies, even the worst one. Uh, but also, you, both of you are going to be mad at me at one point or another during this list. Just want to uh, warn you. I don't. I, I don't think. think I think I know. I think I know what's coming. I think no, I know but what's... I will say, number eleven is for damn sure Attack of the Clones, uh, <laughs> Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. And even this movie, we've talked about. There's so many great moments, but. It is by far the worst. It has the most bad footage in it. <laughs> I guess that's the only way <laughs> to describe it. Like it literally has the most screen time that is terrible and just unimportant for the most part. Uh, but yeah, we could talk about the Anakin and Padme stuff all day. Just this movie just doesn't work for me as much as most do. I've gone on like a roller coaster relationship with the prequels, very high as a child kind of lower at, in my teens and early adulthood but then i've appreciated them more lately but this is the one that i still cringe at the most so attack of the clones is in the 11th spot fair that is for for most people so i'm definitely not surprised by that decision mr alicino uh i echo you jacob because that is my number <laughs> i mean might as well I, I echo your sentiments as well so, okay, so let's just, oh, place, let's just place my comments for all three of our responses. Yes, it's it's yeah. no different for any of us. It yeah, it it really it's no different for any three of us. It it's 
it's the worst of the 11. Yeah. And like you said, Jacob, we're, we're prequel babies. So we, we like things about it, but it is the worst out of the 11. It's so <laughs> funny though, because I know I, Jake, you keep saying we're going to do We should do a, what movie ha have you 180'd on? If we did it, this one would be the bad way because oh, on opposite oh, the opposite way. direction. Yeah, yeah, I I was. This movie was so cool because because of the end of the movie when I was little, just <laughs> you finally get to see the Jedi run into battle with clone troopers, True. the stadium fight scene. But that's like the only thing anyone ever talks about out of that movie is the very. I would end. say the opening, the opening chase scene with Anakin. Yeah, and, and then talked cool about the Yoda picture. fight. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some really cool things, but it's it's probably for me the best way I can describe it is it's the worst storytelling out of the eleven. Yeah, because it's all about the love. It's all about the love yeah. aspect of this, and I'm just like, no, no, that's not Star yeah. Wars. No, like Star Wars, is not Star Wars. It, but it's not like it's not the main aspect of star Wars. Like leave that to a good side piece of the story. Like they did with Han and Leia. It should have been like, uh, like they should have shown battles and stuff like that. And then well, it's literally called attack of the clones. It doesn't happen to the last 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like Batman v Superman, you know? Yeah. It definitely oh. should have been named. The movie should be, should have been named somewhere around Anakin and Padme's story, to be honest. Yeah. Cause that's, the movie, I would say maybe 30 minutes into the movie, we're, we're with them two alone at, on her planet, and that's it. The movie just pauses for like an hour, it feels like. And then it picks up at the end, but not the best even at that. So Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's go ahead and move on to number 10. And, Barley, that goes right back to you. All right. So, honestly, Attack of the Clones is the only one that I consider a bad movie. It really is. I would I would echo echo those sentiments. Everything would, above this, yeah, I actually really like to love, and I say this to kind of cushion this. Number yeah, ten is Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. I knew it. You look. Suck. Uh, I, uh, sorry, Jake, but look, I he's been hanging around Keith too much on no, Bartley and Barnes. Not necessarily. <laughs> Keith is too hard on. Like Keith hates this movie. I actually really <laughs> like it. Look. I think I haven't had enough time with this movie, to be honest, to appreciate it more. I guarantee you, the more I watch it, the more I'm going to like it. That almost happens with every Star Wars movie for me. And I just think it's very young for me. And I'm still processing it in a way, honestly, because I still think about it a lot. And I'm still I've, I've watched it less than five times. I believe I watched it four times overall. So I definitely need some more time with it. But I just think I was a little disappointed overall with the movie. We've talked about it a lot. But there's some things in here that I absolutely love as well. So it's, like I said, I still like this movie a lot, but it's in the number 10 spot. Fair enough. Fair enough. And this is where our uh, echoes change because go a different way. Yes. Um, that's a good for, thing. Our list would yes. be boring if they were. Yes. All the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I think if you know me, you know, which one this is for me. And that's return of the Jedi. I, Oh, wow. I always yeah. forget about this. Oh my yeah. goodness. I just don't, <laughs> this, this movie just doesn't do it for me. I, I, I don't know. It just doesn't, do it for me honestly it's probably because of the beginning of the movie 
to me, the beginning of the movie is just kind of slow. Like it's, it's not like a, it's not like a new hope where it's like, it, it's leading into something like Jabba's palace. Not, not really. Like, honestly, like it kind of, it, I mean, things don't start picking up until they, they're about to throw Han Solo into the, uh, and Luke Skywalker into the Sarlacc pit. And that's like, what, at least 20, 30 minutes into this movie? I well, mean, it's called setup, Brian. I know, but it, it it's just, setup. I'm just giving you a No, no, no. I think Brian has only funny. seen the special editions, and that's why I accept this. Maybe he's seen, maybe. He's seen the, the singer, right? Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a different version of it. That The yeah. originals don't have it. Oh, well, then that's probably why. Oh, my. See, it's see, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it all has to do with that singing scene. By That scene is horrible. Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just because I haven't watched it in a long time, maybe I just need to go back and – I mean, I, I've written this movie off. It's It's – for me, that's why it's so low. So maybe – Maybe if I went back and watched it, it might move up a couple spaces. But um, go back and watch it, Brian. Yeah, I don't know. I just I look at my the rest of my list and it. Uh, any I just don't see anything that <laughs> could go down really. So oh my it's god, there. hey, it's, that's why that's why everybody's <laughs> list is personal. It makes sense. Yeah, it's so. all good. Um, all right, number ten for me. Uh, I had a hard time with the number ten spot because it was battling between two movies, and like Jacob said. Everything from this spot up, like I really do, um, I enjoy to really, really like to absolutely love. Um, and this is one that I really, really enjoy, and that's the Phantom Menace episode one. Um, I had a hard time putting it in, in the 10 spot because I've watched it like two or three times in the last year alone, and I've really just kind of like accepted it for what it is. And we've talked about it multiple times how the sequel trilogy has kind of made us go back and and rewatch these prequel movies and because yeah. we grew up in that era we call ourselves prequel babies we say it all the time um i've really come to enjoy and appreciate the movies more as as they grow older and um we talk about the the pod racing obviously we talk about the dual fates obviously um and qui-gon but also uh darth mole and and knowing everything that happens following this and learning some things that happened before this as well and kind of his path and kind of how this this specific story connects to everything else. And um, the addition of the Clone Wars series and Rebels and the sequel trilogy really helped these movies grow. And even though it's in my 10 spot, like really it, it's really not fair because all the movies above it for me are just better, but I really could watch this, put this movie on. Like if it's on TNT, like they have those marathons, I would happily sit down for two plus hours and watch this movie and be totally happy wasting two and a half hours of my day to enjoy this movie. So um, although it's low, uh, it's still a very, very, very worthy movie. So that is episode one, The Phantom Menace. Fair enough. Not bad. <laughs> all right. So I guess it's back to me now. Uh, all right. So we're on number nine. And this is interesting because this movie I thought for sure would have been lower. But, or excuse me. Yeah, actually, yeah, would have been lower. But it's not. It's Star Wars The Last Jedi. I thought when it came down to it, I actually like this movie more than the rise of skywalker as of now um it's so weird i i might include the last jedi in that 180 conversation to be honest i don't hate it as much as i did at I one would, point 
at one point, but I still look the worst thing they did is the biggest thing they did, which is killing Luke Skywalker in the movie. So it's very you hard for me to get over that. that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right I've been on his side from the very beginning. Yeah, Both exactly. you and I have been talking about this for two plus years from now. right away, right away. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, yeah. probably walking out of the theater too, to be honest, but I just, that hurts a little bit because it's, and look, I'm, I'm not the person who knows what would have been right to do in that scenario, but I just know it didn't not kill him. Yeah. I just know it didn't sit well with me. And <laughs> I just, the thing about this movie for me is Kylo and Ray. I love their dynamic in this movie. Oh my goodness. Just their conversations when they're communicating through the force uh, from galaxies away. And I just, I, I don't know. I always think about that when it comes to this movie. It's just so cool. And we talked about Luke too. I love the way Luke was. I'm okay with him going away to hide. I'm okay with him being a grumpy old man, but I wanted him to come out of hiding and just not necessarily face the first order with a laser sword, but I wanted him to do something heroic. Even if let's say hypothetically he leaves the island and does a Han Solo thing type thing and a new hope like comes and saves the day in his X-Wing just just as a pilot does something really cool and then survives. Can you imagine that? If that would have happened, we would have lost our minds. Even if we didn't see Luke with a lightsaber, just Luke shooting down some TIE fighters in an X-Wing. And then that movie ends with him and the rest of the resistance at some location. They could have done something like that. I just, that's why it's so low for me, but I do like this movie more than I thought. I'm sure Brian's going to bring this movie up as well. And his favorite scene in that movie is the best scene in the movie. So there's so many good things in it, but his, his favorite Star Wars scene ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure he's going to talk about it at some point. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll let him cool. do that. All right, Mr. Avicino. Uh, so my number nine is what Jake had, which was the Phantom Menace. Um, okay. Well, for you, well, he got it at 10. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's funny. Cause looking at these lists, anything except for really attack of the clones, I'm kind of like, uh, like it's like it's hard. It's hard to yeah. place them in their spots. The fact that they're on the bottom is like nonsense. There's no bottom in Star the Phantom Wars. Menace is like what is like one D or like one H for me. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's <laughs> that's, that's a good I way mean, to put it. <laughs> it it's the nostalgia. I mean, we're prequel babies, as we always say, and I mean, getting to relive Star Wars. I mean, we didn't get the original, but we got this was our original. Um, so getting to have our own trilogy to call our own, even though it's not the greatest of all, um, it's still ours. And I'm very thankful for the stuff that came after because it only helped improve these movies and make them more likable. Um except for attack of the clones. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, listen, I feel like we talk about it on every po uh, podcast, which is probably true, but Maul went from a two lined character to one of the most beloved with one of the best storylines ever written in star Wars. That says something about the movie that, I mean, even though they didn't 
see it at the time, they were able to take something and make something great out of it. And it helps improve that movie. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's not in the top five, but it's still a good movie. And it gave us our first introduction to, uh, Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan, which became freaking like everyone's favorite. Yeah. Everyone's favorite character. Look at, we, we're still pitchforked waiting for that damn TV show movie, whatever they were going to choose. And there is such fierce protectiveness over it. That just shows you how, how well they character developed. So um, yeah, it's, it, it just comes up against a lot more competition, but uh, for me, it's number nine, but it's more of a little special place because that's like our movie. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to my number nine. And that is the same as Mr. Bartley. I got the last Jedi sitting there. Um, there we go. Yeah. And I echo everything that you said, because we are very, we're, we're essentially the same on this movie, right? We, we highly disagree with the decision to kill off Luke. Um, as time has kind of grown, we've, we've learned to appreciate a little bit more and like a little bit more. And I'm not afraid to say that the more I do watch it, the more it'll probably raise up my list um, yeah. because it's a very it's a very complex movie. And I've always said that it's a really, really good film. It just never really felt like a Star Wars movie to me. But I think over time, I'll start to learn on, about the Star Wars ins and outs and what Ryan Johnson was specifically trying to do with Star Wars. And it's going to take time. And that's the type of filmmaker that he is. Um, the Ray and Kylo stuff is is obviously the spotlight. It's great. It's brilliant. Um, it built really well off of The Force Awakens, what J.J. had done there. Um, and, and you had said something interesting about Luke, uh, you know, with, with you know, jumping in an X-Wing and, and showing, some, showing some skills again. Um, it's a bummer because when you look at what he did in The Rise of Skywalker as far as lifting the X-Wing yeah, up, that's true. you think to oh yourself, you're like, he could have literally done yeah. something. You know, and, and not just stay on the island. And, and it is a bummer that it ended that way. But that's the story they told. The story they told. And uh, just like accepting the movie over time, I'm going to have to learn to accept that that's, what they, that's how they handled Luke. That's what they did with Luke. And I think over time, I'll, I'll start to appreciate it more and more. Um, but for now, it is it is at the, the bottom tier at number nine. So The Last Jedi is at number nine for me. All righty. Yeah, and how you mentioned about The Last Jedi is that, like, it could go up. For me, it could easily surpass my next movie, and we're at number eight, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. So my number eight is Solo, A Star Wars Story. This is crazy. Never thought I would have this above episode eight and nine. That's, if you would have told me that before these movies came out, I would have said, heck no. But that's the case. I rewatched this movie. Well, we did a whole episode on it recently. And before that, I rewatched it, so it's pretty fresh in my mind. I enjoy it, man. It's there's not a lot about it. Look, those last the my bottom three under this one, I could name you at least five things that I don't like about those movies. But this one, I can't list five things that I don't like. There's not that much that I don't like. I don't know what prevents it from being higher. Maybe it it just doesn't really fit with the rest of the star Wars movies in as, as much as even like a rogue one does, but I do really, really like this movie a lot. Uh, it's a good movie. It's fun. It's entertaining. It, even if it wasn't a star Wars movie, 
it would it would just be a really good movie that I liked. So I solo Star Wars story coming in at number eight. All right, Mr. Brian. Um, for me, I am going to put The Last Jedi at number eight. Really? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little surprised. I'll be honest, I'm a little surprised. Me too, actually. I mean, I actually, I, I've, (laughs) I remember coming out of the movie saying this is the best Star Wars movie of all time. You did say that. I I think you you actually, I think you might have said that might have been the best movie I've seen ever. Yeah. (laughs) I, I mean, I was. So a little high on your bridges there. Yeah. Uh, endorphins. And <laughs> that movie ended. Um, I, I will fight to the death and say that it gave us one of the best scenes of all time. If not, well, the best scene of all time in star Wars. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I I've actually, I went from saying that to hating it to now I'm appreciating it for what it is. Uh, do I still have some problems and issues with it? Yeah. Um, I, I don't like the fact that the movie feels like it takes place in an hour of the star Wars universe. Like, I mean, it, it goes by it. It's that's very, very drastic from what anything of the other star Wars movies have done. So uh, for me, that kind of that part hinders it a little bit. I have no problem that it, it does what it does. But um, I don't know. I just kind of feel like we're getting like it, it feels like a like a, like a Clone Wars episode where it's like a four four thing arc where it just this one piece. Um, so that part kind of has always bugged me a little bit. But um, I'm I'm loving starting to love the like character stories coming out of it. And shockingly, like the other day, I watched it and don't get me wrong, Canto Bite still like horrible but i was like okay it wasn't that bad this time so it it's like a a very slow burn that i'm learning to accept um but um yeah i i i enjoy i love the ray and kylo aspect of it and to be honest i i counter you guys that i'm 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 not glad that luke skywalker died in this but I am actually okay with it. I think. How actually- dare you? <laughs> you know, Listen. look. This is the last time we're going to talk about this movie on the on this show. But so I'm gonna just want to say, there's a lot of people that love what they did with Luke, and I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't get I don't it. I go as far as saying loving it, but I, I think it worked because for me, if if he would have gone into nine, he takes away from these new characters in their stories. I mean, Luke Skywalker is like the overshadowing character of all, almost all of the movies. So for me, like it, it allowed them to have their time show what they're doing and go forward. And I mean, who knows what we would have ever gotten the rise of Skywalker if Carrie Fisher had stayed around, but uh, I shouldn't say stayed around hadn't passed away. That sounds horrible. Um, but you know, though, I, I, I don't actually one of the few that is actually okay with how they, they let Luke go at the end of it. So yeah, that's uh, my number eight. 
<laughs> I would agree with you if he was in The Force Awakens. I would have been okay. That's a great point. In the, in the second movie because, and just hear me out, because if he was in The Force Awakens, right, it's kind of like he's back. It's 30 years after the original trilogy. These new characters are stepping in, still trying to find themselves halfway through The Last Jedi or at the end like he did then. He dies, and then it's all up to the new characters in the final film like to kind of tell their own story and create a new path. I I think I would be like, I love it. I love the story. I love that they did it. Like, I'm glad that he ended that way if he was in the first movie. But he was just a name in the first movie. And then we barely even saw him in The Last Jedi, really. It was just the scenes with Rey. We didn't get to see him interact with other characters, which I would have loved to have seen. Even the R2 was like, it was like, like a shoe-in scene with R2. He barely even talked with, with R2. R2 got and the, and the chew yeah. interactions uh, weren't great either exactly I, I see where you're saying but again that would for me then you're taking away from han solo and han solo is probably arguably one of the best characters in that whole entire F force awakens movie that that's fine maybe maybe luke wouldn't be in the whole movie but maybe he came in at the end and you still have the Han Solo adventure, yeah. right? I, he, because, I think they could have put him like, uh, given him like twenty minutes at the end of the movie. Because one of one of my biggest critiques and one of my biggest hates, and it's a big word, but one of my biggest hates about the sequel trilogy is that we didn't get to see the original three on screen together, or yes, I will or agree with just Luke or Han. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to see Luke and Han, and we didn't get that chance. So, yep, I will one hundred percent echo you on that. That is. The one criminal mistake that they made in the sequels was not reuniting those three. Cool, cool. All right, moving on to my number eight. And again, I'm following Mr. Bartley's lead on this, and that is Solo, A Star Wars Story. Um, I'll like everything you said, man. Uh, super simple. What? No. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, we'll find yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I really – I could, this movie is so much fun. I said it from the very second that I walked out of the theater – um, it's not the best Star Wars movie, but it's exactly what Star Wars should be. It's fun. It's lighthearted. It's adventurous. It has this kind of uh, different type of swag to it that you really, really enjoy. Um, I like all the Nine Reichen like so much as Han Solo. I know a lot, of, a lot of people don't, but I'm one of the people who really walked out of that theater saying I really like the portrayal of him because it's a different Han Solo. Um, and I know that there's a whole bunch of, of behind the scenes issues, and I would have loved to have seen just whether it was Phil Lord and Chris Miller's vision or Ron Howard's full of vision. Um, that'd be an amazing alternate universe uh, ask one day. But uh, I just think that the movie is, is really fun. It's different. It's unique from itself. It's a Western in space, which I love myself a Western. Um, and it focuses on one on, on my all time favorite Star Wars characters. I can't really, you know, back off from that. The connection with him and Chewie as well. The introduction there is brilliant. Great. Yeah. Um, you know, Kira is a great add to Star Wars, has that great cameo at the end with Darth Maul. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoy Solo. And like you said, Jacob, very, very hard pressed to find some negatives for me on this one. So number eight for me is Solo, a Star Wars story. Yes, indeed. And. My next one is a movie that's not hard to find negatives, but I love it so much, and that is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. This is where it is at number seven. You guys know how much I love this movie. We said it so many times. We are er from the prequel era, and look, for me, this movie just... I think it's underrated in how much it defines Star Wars today, because 
We've talked about this. There was no Sith mentioned until this movie. It created so much of the lore of what we now know. The Jedi Council was introduced in this movie. A lot of things that people just automatically associate with Star Wars, even people who claim to only be uh, the original trilogy fans and hate these movies, they still use all the terminology, all the mythology, everything from this movie and the two other prequels. And I just think that's unnoticed or unappreciated or not as not appreciated enough so it there's all of that all the mythology all the groundwork for everything going forward but you got young obi-wan on in there with the padawan ponytail i still want one of those i can't grow one <laughs> um i just they sell I, them around halloween yeah, i got you yeah that's a good point but <laughs> dual fates oh my goodness we just did our top lightsaber fights it was way up there we did our top moments it was way up there and gave us darth maul gave us qui-gon jinn gave us pod racing so there's just too much to enjoy in this movie for me to have it any lower than this so episode one is at number seven for me cool cool sweet ryan um this is this is where it, it really started getting rough for me um in fact, I'm literally looking at it and I'm thinking I might want to switch it right now. Oh goodness! Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, this is this is where things started to really buckle down for me. And um, crap, I'm debating. Um, well, Five, I told four, myself no, I wouldn't I, think I, three, once we started. I told Two. Uh, I'm just gonna. I you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Force Awakens at seven. Um, which is switching what I had. Um, I think I know what you switched with, but I'll save that for a later conversation. Uh, so Force Awakens brought us back into the fold of Star Wars. Um, it, it, I mean, it had its moments of heartbreak of losing Han Solo, um, but everything up until that, he was hilarious and reminded us of why we've loved that character and just why he's so funny um, and how he's a scoundrel and Chewbacca. And uh, I mean, we got our introduction to Ray and Finn and Poe. Um, and I mean, it, it's, it's funny because when you hear people talk about the prequels, they almost leave, they usually talk negative, but they always kind of leave this one out. Um, it always sequels, always, sequels, sequels, sequels. Oh, what did I say? Prequels? You said prequels, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, sequels. Yeah, sorry. I was like, wait a minute. What? Yeah, yeah, you said prequels, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I meant sequels. Uh, when they talk about the sequels, it's usually a bash, and they usually talk about Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, and you never really hear this one. Um, so it, it's a testament that I think to be honest, it's kind of, to me, it's hard pressed to, I mean, they listen, they could have put a stinker out there, but it would have been really hard. I feel like to make that movie bad just because of the, the pure excitement of getting star Wars back. And I think that also helps drive the love for this movie too. It's a great movie. I mean, you get Han and Leia reunited, that whole relationship. 
Um, would I have liked to actually have been surprised that the, that Kylo Ren was a Han Solo's son? Yeah. I mean, we kind of figured that out within the first, like, what, 15 minutes, 20 minutes of the movie? First time he yeah, talks. It's a, it's a subtle drop, and it's I actually really enjoy the subtle drop. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. So, um, yeah, but, I mean, Adam Driver was, I mean, he, the most absolute psycho killer. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it, listen, any, for me, anything from here on up is changed by my mood. But well, you just for, changed it, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I'll say this for me personally, I made this list off of what movies I probably will tend to rewatch. And that's, and I'm, I associate rewatching it over and over and over again with being my favorites. And so for me, that's why I switched it at this last second. Um, and I'm sure you'll figure out why, but uh, yeah, I already know, I think, but I'll see. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on. We are, what are we on? Seven, seven, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, all right. So number seven for me, um, it's, a. this is funny because growing up, um, and, and watching Star Wars over and over again as a kid, uh, this was never really a favorite of mine. But I've I've come to really love it as an as an adult. Uh, and it's interesting because it's not the most adult movie out of the bunch, and that is Return of the Jedi. Um, it's it's very interesting how I look at this because you have the Ewoks, right? You kind of have the playful banter. It's a very different tone than you get with something like The Empire Strikes Back or New Hope. Um, but as I've grown older, I've appreciated the storytelling and the themes that are within the film, uh, specifically with the Luke and Vader and, and Emperor stuff. Obviously, you have the the reveal with Han and Leia in there about Luke being the brother and all that type of stuff. It's really, really good. Um, the final moments with Yoda and, and the score, obviously, with John Williams does a fantastic job. Um, also, the good guys end on a good note. You know, you rarely see that uh, in, in Star Wars. There's a lot of bad guys winning a lot of the time <laughs> yeah. and they end on a good note. Um, and it's a cool, cool moment there. And, but yeah, I, I just, I've really, it, it's funny. Cause if we would have done this list, maybe five years ago, this movie would have been near the bottom. It really would have been near the bottom for me, but I, I've watched it and, and I've liked it more and more as I watch it, uh, over time. Um, and I oh, love the Java stuff in the beginning. Huh? You can't give me stuff about it then. If, <laughs> if it was, Hey, you has it at number seven. So I can't now. I can't now. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I really do like the film. And, and a lot of that has to do with the Luke stuff and the Vader stuff and, and the Emperor things. And, um, but yeah, so number seven for me is uh, Return of the Jedi. Well, what do you know? Number six for me is Return <laughs> of the Jedi. You know what? As a kid, I think this was my least favorite as a kid of the original trilogy. And I mean, it's obviously ranked lower than the other two on my list. <laughs> Still but is. point being is that I I remember the Jabba stuff as a kid, and I kind of look. I was very young. I was I remember it being scary, and I didn't really. It looked <laughs> and I remember. I think the trailers for the prequel for Episode One was out, and it just like looked old to me. So again, I did appreciate this movie more later on in life. But it is look. This arguably has the best third act in star wars ever i mean that i think it's in the top three for that uh, a lot of people would say empire 
but I think this might be the best third act in any Star Wars movie because you have the Emperor's throne room. You, I talk about it all the time, the son-dad conversation in the elevator leading up to the hallway, and then the sacrifice that Vader makes, the emotion shown in his turning face with, with uh, just a mask on, just so many great things. Luke being tempted by the dark side and overcoming that and not doing it, throwing down his lightsaber, deciding not to fight, which is a very powerful message. Uh, so I, there's so many great things about it, but it also has the worst, worst elements out of all the original trilogy movies. So it's, it's really tough balance because like I said, might have the best third act, but it does have some of the worst stuff even before the special edition. So I, yeah, but number six is a pretty good spot for this movie for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so for me, number six, Jake, what did I switch it with? Solo. No. Uh, oh, I switched oh, it with okay. I switched it with the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, it might be that I'm still like it's still that new movie feel, like you know, that I'm still liking it. I I mean I actually kind of enjoy a lot of it, and especially the ending. Uh, I love the ending of the movie. I think it's, I mean, I could, do without, third acts. I could do without the Raylo kiss, but other than that, Oh, of uh, course. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. I could have done without that. But um, other than that, like uh, when there are, you, you have a, a band of people running on the top of a, of, of a star destroyer. And then you have like Ray and, been fighting off Palpatine and just the the battle that is going on in the air. Like I, I absolutely love that ending, except for snap snap dying. That was that's the hardest part for me because he's one of my favorite characters. Um, but um, yeah, I, I actually really like this movie a lot. Um, just I, I love. As much as I would have liked to see the Knights of Ren, I've kind of like accepted that. Like it, it it's it doesn't bother me as much because that was, if you remember, that was like my biggest like. I was pissed when that happened, um, but um, yeah, I, I've actually really started to grow to like this one a lot more. And I actually, it's funny because I do not care for the character of rose in the last jedi but in this one i actually wish i had more of her which is weird because she was in the right role in this movie yes i that's exactly what it is this is what she the way she was doing stuff was what she should have been doing in the beginning she, uh, she yeah, and i think that was the right move to keep her with leia in the beginning and she's a badass at the end of the movie. She's going into battle, into war, something yeah. that most of us would never do. So she needs 100%. more, her character needs more credit. 100%. Yeah. So like it, it actually, it's funny because like still to this day, I, I don't like her character in the last Jedi, but in just the next movie, I'm like, Oh, I wish they would have added more of her because she's just like Jacob said, she's a badass at the end when she's running on that she's like leading a, a troop and um i think the way they handled leia was beautiful uh and we couldn't have 
asked for better with what we could have could have gotten. They could have written her out of the whole entire movie and just said she died and that was it. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I actually really, really like this movie more and more than I'm watching it. And um, yeah, I just, I it blows my mind that people actually like despise and hate this movie because those, those are called trolls. Well, Keith, Keith probably would have this as the okay, not, of- not like not like I'm saying like the people who are doing it on purpose. Yeah, there's people who oh, overload yeah. on it. Yeah, you mentioned Leia real quick. I love that Leia was training Ray and that she calls her yes. Master Skywalker. And then the flashback scene with her training with Luke, amazing. It added so much to the character yeah. of Leia. She was a master, a Jedi master, like training and a Padawan. Did, yes, Crazy. and they did this without Carrie Fisher, and that's what is amazing and yeah, a lot of people complain about her use but i think they did the best they could have yeah i mean you had someone that was no longer with us and you made that character story better and that i i it that part just blows my mind probably more than anything but uh yeah number uh number six for me is that one Rise of Skywalker. All right, moving on for me number six uh a film that i have loved from the very beginning um, and that is Revenge of the Sith episode three. Um, this nice. this movie's brilliant. Movie movie is absolutely brilliant. Um, from here on out, my top six is they're all brilliant, it, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it really is. Um, I this is a movie that I will I will love till the day that I die. Um, everything about this movie to me is what the prequel should have been. I know that it it had to reach this point to be able to do this. Um, I I think Hayden Christensen really found his groove in this film. Obviously, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan is the best in this movie as he is the whole three. Um, the Padme storyline is great. Uh, everything with, with Palpatine and the Jedi. And uh, obviously, we know about the two fights, you know, uh, the end with Yoda versus Palpatine and then Anakin versus Obi-Wan, um, the highlight of the films. Uh, and it's it's kind of like a culmination of the childhood, right? You know, I was seven years old when the first one came out. And by this time, I was 13. And so for those for those six years... I've been watching these movies and and it, it ended with this moment of Anakin, this kid that I had watched in 99 becoming the big bad villain that we knew as Darth Vader. And um, so it holds a special place. And, you know, that's that's the definition of being a prequel baby right there. So uh, for me, number six is Revenge of the Sith. Uh, before we move on, guys, real quick, we we're moving into our top five. Um, we will have to go a little quicker here because we're cutting short on time. But I want to mention there's three movies that have yet to be mentioned yet. Can you guys name them? Yeah, that's A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah, Nice. Those three movies have yet to be mentioned, which will be very interesting going forward. So, Jacob, take it away. Top five, well, man. I am not the one to break that. My number <laughs> five is The Force Awakens, Star nice. Wars. The Force Awakens, Episode 7. Remember when the episodes were a part of the title? And with the I wish they were in the sequels, man. I, I really like that Star Wars Episode Seven, The Force Awakens. I, in my mind, they still are that. To yes. be honest, we well, still they are on IMDb. IMDb, they are listed that way. Yeah. yeah, in our minds, like we still call them Episode Seven, Eight, and Nine. The Force Awakens. I. This is the peak of movie memories for me. Going to watch The Force Awakens the opening night. It's. I've never had that experience before. Look, things like. Infinity War have came close, but nothing ever like this. Uh, And I don't think anything ever will. I can't. There's nothing that would ever top this for me. So 
it's just there's that special moment about it but just looking at the movie itself look i when this movie came out we were just obsessed with these new characters with ray with kylo with bb8 and and all these things and and harrison ford is so good in this movie he he really really is i i love when he's yeah i knew luke like that that whole monologue of it is just it gives me chills it's amazing. man it's amazing and dude ray this is my favorite movie of Finn's. I look. Oh, he's really? okay yeah. in the he's last the best Jedi. In this movie. He's the best he's, in this movie. He's all right in the in the Rise of Skywalker, but he. I loved Finn in this movie. Yeah. Him and Ray when once they get out into orbit when they leave the planet, they're like, "How'd you do that? How'd you learn how to fly? How'd you learn how to shoot?" Like they're all excited, and then uh, when they're when they're on Han's ship. And they're crawling under the boards. Yeah. They're and they're they're back and forth. It's just so it's just so funny. And it's really uh just entertaining. And I I just thought JJ was just on fire with this movie. I think his prior his two movies before this were the two Star Trek movies. Yes. I think I don't think he did anything in between. He was just on fire for me because I love those first two Star Trek movies and and this movie. So I just I can't think of enough good things to say about it i i bought the cd of the soundtrack i don't ever do that like i bought at the time I, my car had a cd player and i guess they don't make cars with those in the in it anymore but i bought the cd and i was i remember playing it all the time and it's just so much fond memories so i yeah and there's I'm, there's so many things i didn't mention but i hope you guys talk about it as well but yes force awakens coming in at number five nice. all right so uh number five excuse me, number five for me is going to be Revenge of the Sith. Um, it, yeah, it closed out our prequel. I, what year was it, did this release? Oh, five. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. So I'm like, what, 14, four, about 14, 15. So I can actually finally like understand kind of what's going on, mature enough to understand what's going on. Um, and just the end of that movie, dude, is just incredible. It's funny. I know I'm going to regret saying this. I know I'm <laughs> going to regret saying this, but uh, I rewatched it the other day and I was, I, it was on TV. I rewatched it and I went, crap. This actually is the best lightsaber fight at the, yes, all. it is. Oh, okay. Uh, I, and it's funny because it was like I'm changing right rankings, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want those type of things can change tomorrow. You can change your mind again. Like, nope, it's I, I, And the sad thing is, I'm pretty sure it was like the day after we did, filmed it, or two wow. days after. The those two just go at it, and it's just it's incredible and just that whole ending like honestly if i just got the end of that movie I, i'd be fine from order 66 uh on it's just incredible and that that's not even i mean the the rest of the movie's not bad either like i mean you have the whole grievous storyline and uh just it, it's it the order 66 and on is just incredible and yeah i i just it's funny because i hadn't watched that movie in a long time and i i guarantee you if i wouldn't have watched it as recently 
just off memory, just thinking, it probably would have been way, way lower on the rankings. But um, yeah, that's what I'm going to keep it. Number five. Sweet. All right, moving on to number five for me, uh, and that is The Rise of Skywalker. Um, actually, this is the one movie I shifted uh, before we before we got on video here. Um, I did have it a little higher. I, I had oh, it a little wow. higher, but I, I really thought about it. Wow. Um, I really sat, kind of thought to myself, do I really like this movie a little bit more than this one? Do I like this movie a little bit more than this one? Um, it did move a little bit, but I think the five spot is a perfect spot for it. And again, this could change easily. I could put it on tonight and be like, nope, that's one of the best movies out there. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I really do enjoy this movie. And I, I had said that Solo, you know, is for me was the epitome of what Star Wars is because it's supposed to be fun and adventurous. To me, out of all the 11 live action movies we have, this is the most Star Wars movie that we have. Out of the 11, it is the most Star Wars-y film of the bunch. And that's why I love it so much. And, you know, people can talk to me all day about bad editing or bad storytelling or this character didn't do this correctly or didn't match what I did in this previous movie or it just doesn't feel right and the story's terrible, whatever. That's fine. I really like it. I've said this from day one. It's proof on this channel. You have. I'm one of the five of us who have been just I thoroughly enjoy this film. Um, Which one are we talking about? All of them. I'm talking about all nine, all all eleven of them right now. Yeah. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Rise all of Skywalker. eleven of them are the um, most Star Wars movies out there. It's just funny because <laughs> I've never heard you like rave about it so much, and I I agree with you. It's it's that good. But uh, I, I raved about it in a review. I raved about a review back in December yeah, about it. But I uh, did. Yeah, it's so, off. I was like, what movie yeah. so and for me, obviously, all the lightsaber battles and, and the Ray storyline, and you know, although I didn't like the fact that Kylo Ren went back to the good, the Ben Solo storyline was a good telling of the story. Um, and there's just a lot of things about it I like, and the, the space battle at the end is incredible. You know, Lando showing up with all the ships and everything, so I can go on, on, and all day about it, but uh, I really, really enjoyed the film, and so for me, the five spot is perfect for the Rise of Skywalker. And don't forget, I am all the Jedi. Yes, your, I wish I would wear that shirt, but yeah, yeah I'm still definitely. Uh, so number four for me, and I this surprised me, but it's grown grown very fond. Of, I've grown very fond of this movie, and that is Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Coming in at number four, I like this movie the more and more. Yeah, I don't even have to watch it. The more I just think about this movie, yep. I like it a lot. with you. And I'm not gonna lie, a little, a lot of it has to do with being able to read Catalyst first. I just remember this time as a Star Wars fan. We were coming off The Force Awakens, reading Catalyst, watching Rogue One, Vader hallway scene. That's all I need to say. Rogue One at number four. <laughs> I like it. Short and sweet. I dig it. Yes, Brian, read Catalyst. Read. Yeah, you Catalyst. Guys, that's, oh, that's, you have to, man. And then watch Rogue One right after. Yeah, do it back to back. Yeah, I will. Because you guys do always hype that. And that's funny because Rogue One's my number four, too. Um, so well, Rogue One's my number four, too. Uh, yeah. right. <laughs> number 11's match and our number four's match. There we yeah. go. So, Easy uh, enough. Here we go. This isn't even a Star Wars movie, this is a war movie. Yeah, that's set in the Star Wars universe. And it, it I, 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 I think I came out like that was good, like it was good. I'm the more and more I watch it, this movie is incredible. Like you, I mean, you could, you could honestly almost show this to anyone if they hadn't seen it, hadn't heard of it. And they might not even figure out that it's a star Wars movie. No, like, I tell non star Wars fans that you should watch this movie first. Like not 
I people that I know won't like Star Wars. I say watch this movie, you'll like this Star Wars movie. You know, like it's a good example yeah. for that. It's it blows my mind. The every single actor that is in this is perfectly cast. Uh, I mean, Felicity Jones as Jin Erso is incredible, and it it guts me that they can't really use her or don't plan on probably using her anymore and jake i know you remember before we went to that movie me saying there's no way they can kill everyone there's there's no way disney is ever going to allow that there is absolutely no way and you you were like "Uh, i don't know about that i was like no there is i vehemently was like there's no way what happens they had the balls to kill every single one of those characters but yeah, I I don't want to rave because Jake, you have it too. So. No, the only thing that I want to say is that uh, it's it's and we haven't talked about it a lot during this, but the visuals are absolutely incredible yeah, in the film. The beach, um, the oh yeah, a- everything about it from from the cinematography to the VFX work, it it is superbly done by everyone involved. And then I also wanted to say that you guys know how I feel about my war films. They yep. essentially told a war story, right? They writ- they wrote down a film about a band of, of soldiers and just slapped Star Wars over the top of it. They yeah. weren't writing a Star Wars movie. They were writing a war film Absolutely. and just put Star Wars over the top of it, which is the exact way you need to do all these big budget films. That's exactly how you should do big budget films. And the film, uh, it's funny because I was, I was like, yeah, it's a good movie when it first came out. I have grown to love this movie so much over the last couple of years. And, and it's something that will continue to grow. It could eventually be a top film for me. It really could. And, um, you know, you guys have said the casting is brilliant. It really is from from Felicity Jones to Diego Luna, all the way down to Alan Tudyk as K2SO yeah. and, and, and everyone involved. Yeah. It's just spot on. And uh, Gareth Edwards did an incredible job stepping in and directing. And then Tony Gilroy doing the reshoots and doing the rewrites and everything. Um, such a great job of how, uh, behind the scenes issues be- can become a positive. And so I hope that a lot of people look at this going forward, but yeah, rogue one for me, definitely number four, perfect spot for it. You don't, you don't hear very many complaints about this movie. No, a lo- I hear a lot of people saying it's their favorite. So yeah, yeah for real. All right. Um, let's get into our top three gentlemen. And my number three is star Wars episode three revenge of the nice. Sith. I don't know if you guys noticed. I hadn't mentioned it yet. Um, <laughs> I did. Look, I got the points up. Look, Obi-Wan Kenobi, man. I don't know <laughs> if I like him more in this movie or in in uh Revenge or in The Phantom Menace. I like him in Attack of the Clones too. He's still good in Attack of the Clones, but it's hard because I love the young, ambitious, immature Obi-Wan, but I also love this Obi-Wan because he's just so like when they uh at the beginning of the movie when they first uh, land where their uh, Palpatine's being held captive. He's so, even though they're going into this mission, he's so positive, and I just love the way he is. And this movie showed Obi Wan just go through so much in however long, however many days or hours this movie takes place over. He goes through so much, and he he's one of the main reasons I love this movie. But also, one of the greatest. Uh, lightsaber fights in Star Wars history. So many great things. It, it honestly, Brian, you're talking about Order sixty six on it. It's gold. I love the whole movie. Yeah. Honestly, oh no. It's, I watched. Yeah. Like I watched it 
one time and I was like, okay, how does this compare to the other prequel movies? And there's only one line that Anakin and Padme say to each other that is so cringy. And it's when, I forget the exact line, but it's when Padme's on the balcony and they're talking about how much they love each other, basically. it's it, This is not what they do, but they're basically like, I love you more. No, I love you more. It's that, it's that kind of thing, basically. And that's the only part. The whole rest of the movie, amazing. So, Revenge of the Sith. No! To be honest. Oh, Jacob, that's terrible. No, it is, but it's not like, I don't put it in top five worst Star Wars moments ever. I don't. It's fair. That's fair. Um, All right. I've been waiting for this one. I think Jake figured it out uh, while he was looking at it. Yeah, I already put the point in. I already put the point in. Uh, For me, number three is Solo, Star Wars Story. Oh, my Goodness! I ab. Hey, he's wow. been saying this from. I he. I can bet he's been saying this from the beginning. Yeah. I know. Look, I know you like the movie, but I didn't know it was. I didn't I, know it was. I, I, I didn't Jedi. realize it'd be the. I didn't realize it'd be higher than Last Jedi. I will say that too. I, I than the Last Jedi. The Last well, Jedi is my number eight. I guess we must know, you, your love of the scene for the movie. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. I, I love this movie more than. I, I ever thought I would. And that's crazy. This, I, it, it guts me. Absolutely guts me that, that we might not ever see anything come from this movie. But if we don't, I'm still left with a movie that I never thought would be this good. And I absolutely love the characters in this movie. I was such a fierce proponent of Alden Eichenreich's character and just of him just the actor playing the role and he's one of the best parts of this whole entire movie jake just figured out something with points um l3 woody harrelson freaking everyone kira every lando every character is phenomenal infant's nest amazing it's just ah this movie is so so criminally underrated and is I, I could go on and on i know we're short on time but i abs- oh, absolutely really? love this movie i probably honestly watched this movie more than any other movie which- is it crazy to say this is like might be the best chewbacca movie to be honest no. it might be chewbacca's best movie <laughs> I, it's, I think it's an I mean, argument he has this is the most screen time he's ever had, That's right? True. He's basically the second lead. <laughs> this yeah. and one of the originals, yes. I'm I'm guessing something like the Empire Strikes Back, maybe too. Yeah. Would be up there as far as screen time for him. Yeah, but I mean, I, I love everything about this movie. And yeah, I, it's funny because I was sitting there doing this and I was like, I'm really gonna put this one at number three. Like, and I was sitting like I I I can't believe I even have it at number three. But um, yeah, I'm going to keep it there. Solo Star Wars Sweet. story. All right. Uh, number three for me, uh, something that has not been mentioned by me. I'm guessing you guys can probably guess. And that is The Force Awakens. Uh, it is the movie that brought us all back into Star Wars. I don't need to say much on it. Uh, Jacob touched on the experience we had with this film um, together as a group. I know Brian wasn't a part of it back then. Um, <laughs> and I know he hates that. But uh the the group the group experience we had watching this film and the lead up um, was just second to none. I remember exactly where I was when that first teaser trailer came out. It was seven a.m. 
on Thanksgiving weekend. I remember that it just came out and it blew everybody's mind. Um, you know, the film itself, you know, I know that a lot of people say, Oh, it's just a knockoff of new hope. To me, it's not a knockoff to new hope at all. Not at it's all. a completely different film. Um, I think this, yes, there's going to be story, sto similar story beats, but every film has similar story beats in Star Wars. That's what happens with a story like this. Um, and, and it's just, I think it's brilliantly told. I think it's one of JJ's best. Uh, you, Jacob, you had mentioned the Star Trek stuff, and I think it's it's right up on par with some of those films, especially Star Trek 09. Um, mm -hmm. the, the film is incredible. The introduction of someone like Ray, the introduction of someone like Kylo Ren, um, Poe Dameron, just incredibly good characters. You had mentioned Finn. I think it's his best film for sure. Um, and it's funny because... Yeah, and, and yeah, the new music obviously plays a huge part of it, and uh, so I don't even take much much time on this one, but uh, it's just it's a beautiful film, and it's something that'll that'll always hold special in my heart because of the the exact experience we had with it. So number three is The Force Awakens. All righty, I knew you were going to have that highest. I knew you were going to have that highest. <laughs> I didn't get to have with it. Here we go. My number two is Empire. The Empire Strikes Back, and there's tons of reasons why. Everybody loves this movie. It is the consensus best Star Wars movie. Every uh, Most people have it as their number one. Uh, and I have it at my number two. And I, I won't take much of the screen time for this, but I will say for me why it's so high is because it pushed forward the greatest love story ever told between Han and Leia. And their that dynamic music. in this movie is amazing. And that's my favorite part of it. So I'll just say that. Number two. I love I love when she I love when she hurts her thumb and then he's like, "Oh, are 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 you okay?" Yeah, he does that little so swag. He's so, it's so like good. he's such a playboy, but so good. he's so romantic. Like, how does she not fall for him? You know? Oh, it's dude, crazy. yeah, such good swag, such good swag. And see three people walking in on them kissing, just <laughs> yeah, old. Uh my that is my number two as well. Um, I I mean, what do you I, know? I, I got the points right. I yeah, knew it. I, That's what you were smiling we all, about. <laughs> we, I, we all knew that Jacob and I were going to have this one at two. And I was so happy to find out. I remember we were in your apartment. I found out that you also have A New Hope at number one. So, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Everybody knows. <laughs> I would say my probably my second favorite scene out of all of Star Wars is Hoth. That whole Hoth. Oh, that's true. You do love that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I I I used to just literally turn on the movie and just watch Hoth. So it felt like watching the Hoth scene. So I mean, it it's such a great movie. But um, I'm gonna stay quiet and leave it for someone else that has it at number one. Uh, well, you don't know that. You don't you don't yes, know do. that. Um, number two for me well, is I... a new hope. Number two for me <laughs> is a new hope. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you have a new hope at number two. I thought it'd be a little bit lower. No, no, it, this, it's this, yeah, this movie, uh, it's just, and I mean, it's not a spoiler here, obviously, and I can just touch on it. No, number one is The Empire Strikes Back for me, obviously. It's the only movie left for me. These two movies, um, I've talked about it multiple times, you know, I've told, you know, close friends and, and family that if I'm like in a very bad mood or something yeah. is really like, something has like really happened in my life, I'll go lock myself in my room or I'll sit on the couch and I'll put these movies on. And yep. it can be either one on any other day. Um, it's just kind of like an escape for me with these two films specifically. Um, we talk about this a lot with podcasting, but for me, if I'm not shooting something with you guys or, or just in general, um, I'll sit down and I'll put the movies on and just have them in the background. I don't even have to be watching them. 
I can listen. I know exactly what's happening in the movie. Um, and so they, they just very much hold a special place in my heart. But for New Hope, it's the film that started it all. You know, it's it's about this small, small town kid in Luke Skywalker who has big dreams and he gets thrust into this world that he has no idea about. And the adventure of learning about all these details with, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Princess Leia. And even though at the time we didn't know who they were, the end result makes the movie better. You know, learning out that Leia is Luke's sister, learning out that Darth Vader is Luke's father, who Ben Kenobi was later on in life, you know, with Obi-Wan in the prequel trilogy. And um, obviously the trench run, we've talked about it multiple times, how incredible that action sequence is. Um, the introduction of the lightsaber and the force. Uh, and it's just, it it's such a beautiful film. And then, um, but yeah, so A New Hope, ranking at number two. Well, yeah, obviously it's my number one. Um, I mean, Jake, you talked about watching these movies during hard times. Um, I'm not going to, I don't want to make people too sad, but I had something really bad happen to me, really bad. And I, the first thing I did when I went in my room and laid in my bed, I put on A New Hope. It's the only thing that can make me feel better. And it did. And that's the power of these movies. People think that we're just, you know, we're simply fans of these films. And while we are, it's much more than that. And this movie does a lot for me. But also, I uh, there's so many things about it. Princess Leia is just great in this movie. Uh, the trench run, the Obi-Wan explaining the force, just, it was all of our Star Wars firsts. And to me, honestly, it is, it is weird to say, but it's the most underrated Star Wars movie. I really believe that. I would that. agree with that. A lot of people, even when people put their list together, like a lot of people won't even have it in their top two or their top three. They'll have it a lot lower. And the, the arguments I get are, it's boring, it's slow. And I have a tough time not getting into arguments with people when they say that. Uh, and look, it's all subjective, right? It's all based on our opinion. I can't tell someone they should feel differently about it. But for me, this movie's so special and it is for sure number one. Yeah, it's number one for me as well. I I love this movie from beginning to end. It's it's so good. I love the the introduction of Han Solo, this snarky, sweet talking scum guy, and then you got Princess Leia with her sass of just she she's right. No matter what's going on, she's right. She's leading. And she usually is. Yeah, <laughs> like and she's leading, and she's right. And then you got the naivete of Luke Skywalker, but still this this kid that wants to be brave and make a change and make a difference. And I mean, you've got this this looming Darth Vader character that is arguably the greatest villain of all time, and uh, General Tarkin. Just how his quick, sharp tongue just terrifies you and. I mean, just the way Obi-Wan talks, it's just like you're listening to, you're closing your eyes and you're there listening to a story. Um, but yeah, I I love this movie from beginning to end. It's it's funny because Empire Strikes Back for was my favorite for a very long time. But then over the last couple of years, it A New Hope took over its place. So um, yeah, that's... Jacob, I agree with you. Number one for me, A New Hope. All right. Well, no surprise here. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, number one for me. I had mentioned earlier. Uh, this, it's not just my number one Star Wars film, but it's actually my number one film of all time um, for me. It is, to me, perfect storytelling, perfect character development. Um, 
just everything about it is perfect. Uh, there's not a single thing wrong with it for me. Uh, I think what what they did as far as upping the ante from A New Hope to this film um, is second to none, really in 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 film history. Uh, it's also you know it started a trend. It was the first film of its kind in that the good guys lost. Right, every film leading up to this point, the good guys had always come out at the end and won. They lost. Han Solo was to them dead in carbonite somewhere, gone. Luke Skywalker had lost his hand, right? They they were on the outs. And that's the first time during this time period that we had ever seen this. And so, um, and then Jacob, you had mentioned the the development of Han and Leia in this, in this oh, film yeah. as well. Incredible. Uh, and so just everything about it to me is just, is absolutely perfect. And there's no way at any point in time, no matter how old I am or what movie comes out, that anything will ever top this for me. This will always be number, my number one Star Wars film. That's fair. Awesome. And I, I'll say the same. A New Hope is my favorite movie of all time, too, if it, if it wasn't obvious. Yeah. All right, gents. Well, here it is. We have the official list up. Um, we all have right. 11 movies on this list. Give me one second. This dog is going crazy. Jesus. Come here. The mascot, Kylo in the background. He was, did you see how much attention he was trying to get in the back? Laying right. on his back. All right, so here we go. 11 movies, starting out at number 11. No surprise here with just three points. That is Attack of the Clones, episode two. <laughs> That's literally the lowest amount of points you can get. Um, moving on to number 10, all the way up with 10 points, and that is Star Wars The Last Jedi, episode eight. Surprised. Number nine, also with 10 points, but because it was just a little bit higher in someone's list, that is Star Wars, episode one, The Phantom Menace. Okay. okay. Number eight, uh, coming in with 13 points, is episode six, Return of the Jedi. Wow, that's Number all six. Brian's doing. <laughs> yes, that is all Brian's doing. That is 100% all Brian's doing. Um, number seven with 15 points is The Rise of Skywalker. Number six with 17 points is Solo, A Star Wars Story. Ooh, Moving into high. our top five, our official... Our official top five here, gentlemen. Here we go. With 21 points, we have Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. With okay. one point ahead at 22 points, ranking it at number four, is Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Wow. That's crazy. Two points above that for the top three spot. With 24 points is Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. And moving into our top two, with 31 points is Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. And just one point ahead of it <laughs> at 32 points is the original yeah. A New Hope, Star Wars Episode Four. Um, can shake it down. I mean, look, it, it's expected. It, it really was expected on my end. I'm not expecting The Empire Strikes Back to be above it. Um, but I'm glad. Look, dude, the top five. Top, our official top five. Force Awakens, Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, Empire Strikes Back, and A New Hope. All three that. trilogies are represented in that and top five. Spin -off movie. And Look, a spin-off movie. You are correct. And one That's movie great. from all three. Two from the original trilogy, which makes sense. That I love that. It's perfect. Great list. That's a really, really, really good list. Tried Brian, any so thoughts? Trying to get solo higher, but... <laughs> no, it, hey, number it, six it, is not bad. For no, solo. it's a 
top five is a great list. Poor Jake keeps getting screwed out of his number one spot because every of time we do a Star Wars ranking, you two are on the same page. Yeah. You two <laughs> Three of us. And I get, if, we, I get yeah. if we reshot that lightsaber one, though, you would probably have that top spot. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, there it is. Our official Star Wars live action film ranking. Um, I'll post this on social media later. The show's going to go up on Tuesday. And uh, I'll probably post this official ranking, our personals, and the uh, official top five for the Padawan uh, probably on Wednesday. You guys will see that all over our social media. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Apocalypse Movies. Um, for now, we are the Padawan Podcast. Again, guys, if you guys did not see a couple weeks ago, we announced that we are going to be putting the both Padawan Podcast and Nerd Nation on hold for a little while um, for the foreseeable future. Uh, after next week, you will not see another Padawan Podcast for a while. Next week is our final episode going into the break. A um, little sad on our end, yes, but we're going to be doing our Star Wars favorites. And so that's going to come down to not just talking about the movies and, and maybe favorite trilogy and characters, but favorite lightsaber uh, colors, favorite books, favorite comics, stuff like that. Kind of just diving into why we love Star Wars so much. So make sure you guys join us every Tuesday, last Tuesday, next week for the Padawan Podcast. Uh, for Brian, for Jacob, myself, we are the Padawan. This is Apocalypse Movies. Make sure you guys are following us, not just on YouTube, but also podcast platforms, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else. So again, thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. And may the force be with you.